Greetings, this is Jean-Claude Matuku and welcome to the Canadian in Me, where we build communities one story at a time. Yes, today is 7th September 2020. I am back um, earlier than I thought, uh, but I, you know, I just had to do this uh, podcast uh, this morning. Uh, it's, it's really beautiful. I love the rain. I'm uh, kind of like a rainy person. I think that uh, defines my personality. Um, yeah, I, I just do love rain in general. I think for me, it... Uh, um, it signifies life, you know, for me, when I see water, I see, um, you know, this, this sprinkle of water, you know, uh, descending down for me, it really represents life and I love it. I enjoy it. Uh, so the reason why I'm doing this podcast is, uh, it's Labor Day here in Canada and, um, I just had to do this podcast because, uh, it's, uh, obviously 2020, as we know, it's, it's a crazy year and, uh, so many things have been happening in terms of, you know, jobs and workers and stuff and all those kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I just thought I should make this podcast to, you know, it's almost like pay tribute to those people who have held the line during uh, the crisis. Um, I'm talking about so many people who have risked their lives, uh, doctors, nurses, and, you know, the list is uh, very long. And I just thought, you know, today I should just, you know, sit down and uh, reflect and thank them for their hard work, but also for their contribution in keeping the world sane. Because, yeah, um, you, you know, so many people are going through so many things. And up to now, uh, you know, the crisis has left so many, um, you know, people challenged in many ways. But uh, the people that I'll mention today um, are among uh, those who it helped to keep things going you know to keep the boat afloat so i will uh you know i'll just talk about a few a few of those professions that i think uh, deserves a lot of praise especially uh you know during these times or you know covid19 and um the pressures the anxieties and everything that has been happening so yeah you know a lot of us are thanked uh, have thanked nurses and doctors for their um, good work and indeed uh, many of those you know medical professionals have done an amazing job of uh, you know being there and uh, taking care of people and uh, putting their own lives at risks and um, you know we owe them every single respect you know we owe them every single um, praise if you if you want to put it that way and um, I think I think we have really current situation has taught us uh, the value of uh, you know medical professionals because yeah maybe some of us see them once in a while but um, during this time you know during COVID-19 they became our armor and for that I really want to thank them um, but you know I won't focus so much on uh, doctors and nurses I know we have paid a lot of tribute to them I, I want to focus more on um, professionals who work in long-term facility um, you know, uh, long-term facility care, I think, is one of those sectors uh, that um, was highly impacted uh, during the COVID-19 uh, crisis and is still highly impacted. Uh, but, you know, I was just reading it, you know, just educating myself about, you know, what it is and, um, and some of the data that I'll share with you here are mainly from Ontario. And I um, apparently according to you know the, the government website 
The long-term uh, care employs more than 100,000 people across Ontario. So that's just Ontario. I'm not talking about all the other provinces. And that's, that's a huge number. You know, that's a huge number. And out of those 100,000 people, um, uh, PS, uh, actually, I think I made a mistake. I think 100,000 employees who work in the long-term facility um, you know, system are PSW. So those are uh, personal support workers. And um, I don't think we thanked them enough or I don't think we truly value, um, you know, the job that they do on a daily basis, not just during COVID-19, but continuously. I'm talking about people who take care of the most vulnerable, uh, people who take care of people who can't help themselves anymore. The PSWs are, I think, uh, some of the <clears throat> most important essential workers out there. And especially during COVID-19, when you take all um, elements into consideration, the fact that most of them don't get paid as much, but a lot of them had to be there. They had to work alongside uh, so many people who were afraid of, you know, the sickness, uh, so many people who were infected. But the PSW were there, you know, they were on the front line and they played an amazing job. And I really, I really want to thank them because I personally have uh, so many friends who work in the PSW um, should I say, uh, business. Um, uh, as an employment counselor, I helped a few people get jobs as PSWs. And to be honest, it's very, very, um, it's a very challenging, um, you know, job, but uh, a lot of people do it with great care. And I thought, you know, I should uh, give them credit for that. I really thank all the PSWs out there, but also all the other people who work in the long-term facility uh, care system, like uh, custodians, you know, uh, we have people who have to do the cleaning, people who have to literally touch surfaces that may be infected. And for that, I really want to thank them as well. You know, so people who do cleaning, people who do all the, uh, the washing, and you know cleaning plates and you know sanitizing facilities both in the um, long-term facility uh, care um, uh, homes and uh, also offices as well you know I just want to thank them uh, for their hard work so thank you so much to all the PSWs also we have nurses we have um, I think RPNs uh, what does that stand for um, let me try to look here into my notes uh, registered something uh, yeah, registered uh, practical nurses. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate for um, for all the hard work that you've put in um, and that you put in every day. I really want to thank you. Um, the other group of people that I want to thank, uh, that all that I want to pay tribute to, are the all the migrant workers. Actually, one one cool story that I want to share with you is uh, my first job ever in Canada. I used to work at this farm. And uh, it was one of those, you know, contracting jobs. And um, uh, I had been in Canada for, I think, for less than a month. And one of my friends told me, hey, Jean-Claude, you want to, you know, work with us? So uh, one weekend we went and worked on uh, various firms. And of course, I was a permanent resident. But um, during my work, uh, I, we used to see these Jamaican guys and uh, um, uh, we used to call them. Um, <laughs> we also used to uh, work with some um, uh, Mexican migrant workers as well and uh, some good people who work really, really hard. They work very hard. And, um, you know, I had the opportunity to see them work. I had opportunity to interact with them. And to my surprise, most of them don't have, um, you know, 
they are not as protected as um, we may think because a lot of them come here and uh, unfortunately some employers um, uh, kind of uh, you know they abuse their authority they abuse uh, you know, they, they take advantage of these people because uh, some of these workers uh, just want to be here. They want to provide for their families. So, um, you know, most of them live in terrible conditions. Uh, but again, because they have families to take care of, you know, they're willing to uh, just to put up with everything. But again, during COVID-19, a lot of them were really exposed to various uh, dangerous situations. And in fact, I think... Um, and I think two people passed away from COVID-19 during this time. So, um, you know, it's it's very important for us to think about uh, these people because they're working on farms, um, uh, you know, all the jobs that uh, that we consider to be undesirable or too hard to do. Um, there are some people out there who are doing it who are migrant workers, uh, people from Jamaica, people from Mexico. Uh, I worked with a couple of Filipinos, you know, a lot of people who are working on these farms. And um, we have to think about them, but also defend them because some of them, um, you know, don't have, uh, you know, too many rights. And I think it's our responsibility to think about them. So on this Labor Day, I want to pay tribute to them as well. Um, so there is that. Um, I also want to thank all the logistics people. Uh, I don't know how the, you know, how, you know, the best word to use or the best terminology, but people who work in delivery services. I remember throughout uh, the COVID-19 crisis, um, uh, each time I ordered something online, it showed up on time. Uh, and, uh, you know, delivery services were amazing. Um, again, most of them risked their lives to, uh, you know, to ship stuff to us. And I just want to thank them as well. So um, all the people who work at uh, uh, various delivery services, you know, um, again, uh, people who work for <laughs> Amazon and, um, you know, Canada Post uh, Services. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. You know, I received all my uh, uh, shipments each time I ordered something. It came on time. And I just want to thank you for uh, putting in some time as well. Um, again, the police, I know uh, 2020 has been an interesting year um, where uh, people have rightly come forward. Uh, to challenge the system, to challenge uh, police brutality. And I will continue to speak against police brutality. But having said that, I also want to thank all the men and women who serve our communities. Like I've always said, I will never want to live in a society that doesn't have a police service. However, we can't deny the fact that uh, discrimination is still there, especially um, police, uh, you know, po policing black people is a little bit, um, I, I think, crazier when you compare to all the other uh, races or all, all the other groups of people in our communities. But having said that, um, I think we need police. We need, we need the police in our, uh, in our communities. We need to feel safe in our communities. And therefore, I want to thank all the people who are uh, playing that role, who are doing a good job, who are um, protecting our communities. Again, before concluding with the police, I just want to say, um, I think uh, we, we, we have to, uh, you know, police has to start serving people and the police officers who are, um, quote unquote, bad apples have to be accountable. And, uh, you know, holding them accountable will ensure that all the good cops, quote unquote again, are um, praised for what they do. You know, because I know there are so many good cops out there. I have interacted with a few good cops, but I've also interacted with um, a few uh, cops that uh, have been questionable. You know, like their approach, the way their attitude um, is quite negative. So I think... 
you know for the image of the police services if we want to um if we want to improve the image of the police service we have to start holding uh the quote-unquote bad apples accountable all right so i just thought um i should put it up there but again uh thank you so much the police officers who are doing an amazing job um the other people that i want to thank are community workers you know so people who work in community development uh, uh services in neighborhoods who work with the youth um uh, i went back home to waterloo uh for a month during the covid 19 um crisis and i saw how uh some volunteers used to bring food to uh people in need and uh Every week there was somebody, you know, coming with a box of food, you know, giving to my neighbors and um, actually they delivered a few food um, at our place. So people just made sure that um, people were well taken care of and I just want to thank them as well. So all the, uh, you know, community members, people who care, they're good neighbors. I want to thank you as well. You did an amazing job and your jobs um, ensure that people remained sane and safe during uh, COVID-19. So uh, happy every day to you as well i also want to thank uh, all my fellow public servants out there who are doing um, everything possible to keep the economy afloat thank you for uh the hard work for for working um uh, I, I say under pressure because uh, so many people have been afraid. So many people have been very concerned. But public servants, I think, have played an amazing job. They have done an amazing job just, you know, keeping, um, you know, staying calm. Because um, like all the other people, public servants are human beings as well. They have uh, their own problems. But during COVID-19, a lot of them, uh, again, worked tirelessly to ensure that people were getting um you know the resources that they needed and um all the support that they needed so thank you so much to all the public servants out there and keep doing what you're doing so yeah uh, the list is very long you know there's so many people who have played an amazing role uh, during covid 19 counselors and um friends you know you were all doing something to ensure that our communities stay safe and for that i want to thank you so that was just my short labor day um kind of like tribute uh again it's kind of rough right now i'm running everything from the top of my head with my crumbling knots here it's kind of like uh, all over the place but i just thought you know it's important for me to uh post uh, this um uh, this podcast this morning um again before i conclude i love to conclude with stories i think i'll start incorporating that a little bit more so um yeah so my mom also works in a, a long-term uh, care facility and um you know during covid19 she was working and for me as a child it um you know i was very concerned you know like any other child i was like oh mom are you okay are you sure you want to work and all those kind of things and she she, she remained very calm and she said you know jean-claude i have to do my job you know and i'm very proud of her i'm very very proud of my mother for uh playing her role for um um you know regardless of what was happening and how much risk she was putting herself into she played a role in ensuring that some people who were vulnerable were being uh taken care of and uh on this day i want to dedicate this podcast to my mother mom um mama thank you so much i appreciate your hard work your resilience and your willingness to contribute to your community yes you are doing your job but i think it takes heart to put yourself at risk so my mother and all um different people out there thank you so much for your work thank you so much for your dedication 
you were amazing and remain amazing all right thank you so much and uh, that was jean-claude matuku and uh, the canadian in me building communities one story at a time so the next podcast is um i'll try to upload it maybe next week or something i'm still looking for somebody um uh, who's willing to talk about mental health and housing and how those two um elements kind of like um go hand in hand and uh yeah remain um connected i'll try to be as consistent as i can but again i'm also very uh kind of like uh open to ideas if you have ideas that you want to share uh with me please uh feel free to connect with me and i look forward to chatting more um about all the things that make our communities better all right this was jean-claude matuku and uh, that was the canadian in me building communities one story at a time cheers <laughs>